1: This is Boys Don't Cry. I'm Russell Kane. It's the place where I bring men into a forum and force them to open up, force them to share on subjects we wished men, boys, would talk about. We're always tweeting, Facebook posting, looking for lists. What does your man not talk about? We go through these lists. We have a look at these subjects. And we think, why are blokes so awful at talking about things like that? And there's another interesting arm. When we come on to some of these subjects, there appears to be rather uncomfortable gender differences in the way these different areas are tackled. Whether everything from bloody body hair to sex drive to confidence to loudness. Every week, disappointing Victorian Neanderthal gender differences are discovered. And um, normally we would have a panel of two, three, maybe we would have a live audience, uh, and then we'd always have a female auditor too, so there might be five of us. But this is pandemic land. There will be noises. I only have one male guest. I egotistically have to form the other male guest, but would not skimp on the female auditor. There must be a strong presence, someone I should say who identifies as female before I get cancelled, and uh, she will be in the seat making sure that we don't drift into any sexist or untrue generalisations, because that's the temptation with some of these um, with some of these discussions where men go, we know what birds think. Sometimes they don't. So um, the female audience today, I'm delighted to say, is Jessica Knappett, who is so funny and so, across all the panel shows, I just assumed as a fellow stand-up, isn't. He's just an incredibly talented comedy writer who's drifted in front of the camera. He's managing to not have a cake and not eat it and earn a living. Whereas I have to like squirt jokes out into drunk fuckers' faces just to go on mock the week once a decade? Jessica is able to scribe wonderful words and everyone loves us, so it's an absolute honour to have her, Jessica Knappett.
2: Thank Welcome. you. Welcome. What
1: an intro. I know, and. Who is my my bloke. I wanted a real knuckle dragging alpha today. The voice you'll recognise the voice of him straight away. He's done the voiceover from the latest series of The Gangs of Bethnal Green. Uh, he also did a documentary about the Craze where he went around and met former gangsters. I'm joking. It's Josh Hello. Jones with the amazing stand up who lives just around the corner from where I live now. I'm up in the northwest because I married a girl from Manchester. Sally can wait, bastard. I will look back in anger. Fuck off. I'm married to her. He's got this brilliant, brilliant podcast. You must listen to it called Dead Drop which isn't what it sounds like drama and gossip it's the most unlikely of topics uh because josh is a, ro- a young man if you don't mind me saying josh but, but somewhat of a history enthusiast yeah what did henry the get up to did guy fawkes accessorize josh is the guy that knows this stuff so go and listen to that if you if you like your history is do you do plenty of funnies in it as well or is it quite a serious history no
3: podcast? it's not serious it's just if i was a history teacher it's just me slagging off dead people That's all it is. It's quite fun. It's just light-hearted stuff. And as well, because they're dead, they can't sue you. That's like the main... I know,
1: that's why I make you know. Evil Genius with Radio 4. Have a listen to that. We just literally cancel people just after they die. We're all just waiting for Harvey to pop, and then <laughs> that'll be a special. Anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Are we going to talk about why men do or don't shave their legs? Are we going to talk about why men like girls' pictures on Instagram, even though they're in a loving relationship? No, we're not going to talk about those. I refer you to past episodes. Most girls want to know the answer to that second one. You will find it. Have a dig through previous episode, ladies. Today, we're talking about a trait that is so gendered, it's got a wardrobe on both sides of the dressing room. Vulnerability. Vulnerability, being vulnerable, being vulnerable to things, being vulnerable yourself, being made vulnerable. We're gonna go across all areas of it, but most importantly, we must write at the tippy top so it does a, we don't uh, drift away from the subject, define what we mean by vulnerability. I'm gonna make a differentiation from the top guys, if it's your, okay with you, between vulnerability and weakness. I don't, it's it's harder to make a case of, it's only a very twisted mind that goes, oh, that girl was so weak, I was attracted to it. I think we can just put all those Garys and Daves in a bin. This show's not for them. Unsubscribed, we don't want you as listeners. But it's it's very frequently heard. There was a vulnerable quality about him or her that was so attractive. So I think vulnerability definitely goes down the line of being ambiguous with its positivity and negativity. So, we're going to call vulnerability the expo- the possibility of being attacked or harmed or something many of us avoid due to being judged, hurt or failed, but also an exposure of an inner part of yourself, sometimes intentionally, sometimes not. Is it a gendered trait? We're going to go right in at the deep end. Josh Jones, is it more acceptable and more attractive for a woman to be vulnerable than a man?
3: Oh, God. Well,
1: this is not just about sexual attraction. This is se- as friends, aunties... Fret, uh, you know whatever acquaintances. I will say from the outset, uh, I don't think Josh is packing a girlfriend. No, like
3: that. I see. I feel like because obviously not. I'm gay, but I'm so camp that like I feel. Yeah,
1: it doesn't come across on the that, audio. That
3: might affect it, but also I'm really mank and northern, and all the women yes. I were raised by were like proper northern women. So like, and I never like. I don't know, like, the women I were raised by, like, my mum and my auntie Paula, she has, like, quite what you'd say are, like, male traits. So I think, I don't I don't think it's any more, oh, if you're a woman, you have to be more vulnerable, but I don't know.
1: OK, so let, let me go straight to Jess on this. Is it more attract? Do you think uh, it's more attractive? Let, let's, let's, let's stay heteronormative just for a second, guys. Um is it you know when a, a gu- guys are saying that there's a vulnerability about it feels a more feminine trait. I know that's an awful thing to say, but we have to say awful things in order to say good things on this show. Do you know what I mean, Jess, or do you disagree?
2: Absolutely, no. I, I completely agree. I think I think I th- I'm sh- well. I I don't know, of course. How will I ever know? Vulnerability is something that is going to be more challenging for men. Mm. Because it is, I mean, let's take an example of vulnerability might be sort of asking for help, mm. something like that, or, you know, saying how you feel about something, or, I don't know, to me, exposing your truest self, and and exp- it's, it's not the same as a weakness, but it mm. might be exposing a weak. it's vulnerability, to mm. me, and... That is, I think, very challenging for men. Unfortunately, because of this stupid situation we've gone and got ourselves in, where men are expected to be the strong ones, in a heteronormative relationship at least, I would say, and in our patriarchal society to take control of things, protect, and be courageous. And I would, I would argue that it is a courageous act to be vulnerable. That said, I do think women still have uh, their own problems with vulnerability, but there will be different types of problem, which perhaps we could get into. Yes,
1: I would, we definitely will dive into, delve into those. Just, to, I mean, off the bat. The idea of vulnerability being negative or positive per se is a hard thing to prove. But you can take certain aspects of society, and this has been researched a lot, a surprising amount when I started digging around on this. People who are more vulnerable in their workspaces, this is across almost all the professions, do better than those that aren't. Which I thought it would have been completely the other way around, because we're always told, psychopaths are really successful, you've got to be a killer, but in fact... Those who show more emotional vulnerability, I suppose there's a realness. I'm not talking about sobbing before you do a PowerPoint presentation or or having to throw up. Um, But the research says vulnerability can boost careers and emotional connections. Experts say it can boost our careers and research shows it aids in making better emotional connections, which of course would help in most most professions, I would have thought. Maybe not. I don't know if you're a dustman, how much it will help you to be vulnerable. But uh, there's not many professions I can think of where it wouldn't help. Even if well, you're self-employed, you when you're trying to win a contract.
3: I think if you are like vulnerable, if someone shows you that they're being vulnerable, you like trust them a bit more. So you you That's would trust is. them to do a job because you you like well they won't lie to me. If they couldn't do it, they'd tell me that they couldn't do it because they've opened up to me about other stuff. Do you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, because they're being honest about something, so it makes yeah. you trust them. I I totally. It's sort of like it's it goes it connects to me with like the small talk thing as well like I love it when people get like deep and weird and tell me things you're
1: in the right place
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I just immediately like them and it also just sort of, it put this whole conversation puts me in mind of you know what when, when I'm trying to write a script and people you know it's always said that if you give a character of you know vulnerability then that's the thing that makes people like them that's the thing that people can people can connect to because it's the honest Human trait that we all recognise and relate to,
1: and it goes it goes further than that. I mean, how relevant is this? And we're recording this at the time of the Georgia recount. Uh, vulnerable people make better leaders, which again is super- counterintuitive, but. This is not the people that necessarily win the election, but this is people who, over time, make better leaders. So people who are vulnerable make better leaders, according to research from Stanford University's Centre for Compassion and Altruism Research. It's... So although they, they might seem a bit softer, the fact that they can connect and relate to other people, be they right-wing or left-wing or the leader of a firm, um, tend, they make better leaders.
3: Because they're probably more empathetic. They've got yeah, they've got more empathy. I, I don't know. Like, I've used, like being vulnerable sometimes to like pull. Do you know what I mean? What well, <laughs> next- is this is the next question: Is
1: being vulnerable attractive, I, Josh? Obviously, you think it is. Is it like sticking a posh yeah, for, t-shirt on or something? Like
3: for aid for years, I would try and like have more like like in brackets like masculine qualities to like to, you know make up for the fact that I sound like this. But then, um, <laughs> but then the more I started to lean into this and like be happier with it, like I'd be more vulnerable now. And I feel like some men be like, especially gay men who are going through things in the red, whether like. I'm gay, but I'm, st- I'm still a man. Do you know what I mean? So if I'm like, oh, I'm just so emotional. They're like, oh, I'll take care of you, sweetheart. I love it. I use it to my advantage.
0: This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Right. So you. So you. So far as vulnerability being attractive, you've used it to be attractive to certain people. How do you view it? Just do you view it as something you might turn on to be more attractive, or is it something you're were attracted to as a single female, or in, or indeed is it something that attracted you to your fella?
2: Well, this is interesting because it. I, well, I'm married now, and. I, I think the one thing that we probably argue about the most does boil down to my ability to be vulnerable.
1: Right, how interesting.
2: I would say that
1: What do you mean you can't you're not good at it?
2: I think that I'm not I think I well, I definitely wish I was better at it because ah. I think I have a default maybe it is like the northern woman thing maybe you can relate to Josh yeah. that <laughs> There's some. There's something about just being hard and ploughing through it and thinking that you need to just crack on. I've, I suppose I prioritised winning an argument over being a nice, kind. Person who <laughs> yeah, and that. And I suppose that's like that's still my. I have done some work on it, but it's still my default setting. Got you it. know, when in in times of stress. So, but but I also know that when you do really go for it and lean into the vulnerability then there there is some magic there I mean really like incredible things happen and I would say that's when sexy times happen <laughs> when you're a bit vulnerable. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're on your
1: own in that scenario so is it is it like tea tea light and battery sexy times
2: no (laughs) i mean okay so i think as a
1: couple yeah
2: maybe for women there's a vulnerability in asking for what you really want and maybe that could mean Okay, let's just use the example, if you guys don't mind. I, I mean, I barely know you, but we're just going in for it, yeah, aren't we?
1: We're not recording it or anything, so just... We're not that. recording it, no one's <laughs> going to
2: hear this. If you... It, like, I think women find it hard to... Or maybe I, I shouldn't speak on behalf of all women, but for the women I know who I talk to... No, don't worry. Just do it. Just do it. Um, the women of give We them. find it hard to ask for what we want in bed. Okay. So if maybe men of, I, do too.
1: I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of. I mean, I don't exactly get the menu card out or, or anything. <laughs> There's a number of options here. I'm going to choose from tonight. I'll be having something from set menu A followed by set. I mean, I could go a good two or three Thing years. I'd go a good do. two or three years before before I go. Well, this isn't something <laughs> I'm into. But if I, I like my toes touched or something, that would, if, if, if that was something I liked, that would be a two year run up at
2: Absolutely. least. Absolutely. Well, this I'm is not into see, this is it, but this is like, this is the essence of vulnerability, isn't it? Asking right. for what you want. So
1: when you're more vulnerable, you go the other way and sort of become fall in a sort of calcified protective exterior where you never express what you want to compensate. For your true inner vulnerability oh my god uh josh what were you gonna say you're, you're, you're you have no yeah, problem going just, grab the base yeah, of this it This is
3: fascinating <laughs> to me because honestly like when when i like um when i start like um i was gonna say dating when i start shagging a new guy um like i i basically ask him what does he like what doesn't he like i tell him what i like what i don't like we throw the rules out and then we just go for it. I think that's... The, You're a dream. Yeah, I, and I, I think it's...
1: I can imagine you with little clipboards <laughs> and reception filling them out. But
3: I'm, but I'm quite competitive.
2: I'm
3: quite competitive. And, but, what do you so mean? So, like, for me... What a fascinating combination. For me, <laughs> Seven. For me, you were talking about getting a bit in there a bit quick. This is a bit vulgar. But um, for me, like, when it comes to blowjabs and stuff, I... <laughs> la 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 man touch another man's really la I, la I, la. I'm like, I, like I, there's not been one that I've not been able to deep throat, and that's something that I'm competitive about, and I've got to be able to do it. And then I want to also find out what he likes because I want to know that I'm the best one who's done it to him so that when I stop seeing him and he's getting a blowjob off someone else, he's like, oh, I miss Josh.
1: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, we're going to take an advert that they break. They just go to our sponsors, and this week it's Fisher Price toys. <laughs> no, it's
2: not. So, but that's so interesting, Josh, because I I, I thought at first it's like, oh, you are the king of vulnerability. Yeah. Because if you if you are so willing to sort of ask, uh, to, you know, ask for what you want in bed. Except that what you're saying is it's it's really it's really born out of being the best.
3: Yeah, I want to win. Yeah, I want <laughs> well, that, to win. But what But
2: so to, male. So,
3: <laughs>
2: Tagless, most hetero thing I've heard all day.
1: Anna. So I don't think I've got a straight answer out of either one of you about whether you're attracted to it. So I'll I'll, I'll answer first then. I don't know if I'm unusual as a man. I don't particularly find it sexually I'm sort of agnostic about it I, I'd want to be with someone who once I'm in love who can show me their vulnerabilities and show their side show that side of themselves but I think that's more to do with feeling emotionally fulfilled and more connected to someone which comes way after the first pizza express um so uh probably shouldn't have used that restaurant and uh, but the I I I wouldn't. Unlike, and I'm sure lots of men are like. If I was in a, a bar and there's three guys talking to three girls, and one of the girls seems slightly more vulnerable and damaged, that is not something that no. attracts me. Not damaged. Let's not use damaged. That's, that's showing of a like we're quite vulnerable girl. I would prefer a more confident woman that could, you know knows, knows her biscuits sort of thing. Maybe with a Josh type menu. But back I at think the house. you can be. I, I don't think know. You can be Com- definitely competitive deep throating. If that's what she was into. <laughs> I I wouldn't unconsider her attentions.
2: But I think you <laughs> but I think you're confusing vulnerability and weakness though.
1: Okay, so w- w- okay, let's 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 river jump as we say we're in marketing. When we watch a singer a singer singing like Adele. Ed Sheeran, there's a vulnerability to his performance. Okay? There there's certain art, there's certain comedians that when they're on stage there's a vulnerability in their delivery. So whatever that trait is, I'm not communicating very well. Let's transport that Onto our three boys or three girls we're talking to in a bar. That's not something sexually that would attract me. That's what I'm being totally honest. I would I would prefer someone that had less of that and more of. My name's Debbie. I know what I like. I like what I know. Hey, what, yeah, what's your name? You Nick Grimshaw? No, I'm not Nick Grimshaw. No, give me a bit of a run for my money in the bar. I would find that attractive. That's just me. But I'm sure many many women I know are attracted to men that exhibit that early doors and a kind of fix them, protect them, nurture them tightly, way. And I'm sure some men are attracted to it for other reasons. I don't know. It's not something I'm attracted to. That's why I want to get to the bottom of We've 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 established how we're comfortable showing it, but are we attracted to it?
3: I like balance. I like you, sir. I think it's got... Because I've been with guys who were not emotional enough and they're like stones. And then I've been with a, one guy in particular who was over emotional and it was like quite a lot like we split up and then three weeks later after splitting up he proposed to me which wasn't the best thing to do with someone when you've split up with them that's the that's definitely the wrong yeah, order isn't it but it, it was like it's just <laughs> you're it, dumped will you marry it, me how's that for yeah it it's just very like <laughs> emotional so that's too much but then also i don't know i think you can be I think it can be vulnerable and confident at the same time. Definitely, I'm not. I'm not discounting that. I'm just there is
1: definitely a type of person that is attracted towards that well, that rawness, that vulnerability. I can only give you the examples of singers and, and actors you can think of and trans, transport that into a, a potential mate, a potential romantic partner, and you either find something like that attractive or you don't. We're all different, Jess.
2: Yeah, I mean, my I suppose my definition of vulnerability is probably someone who admits to their imperfections, mm, interesting. right? So I guess I don't want to sit with a guy who's weighing on about his imperfections. No. That's not sexy to me. But I would be actively turned off by a man who was unable to see uh, his imperfections and mm. talk about them and be honest about mm. them that's not sexy to me and and sort of I mean I know that when I'm getting back at being vulnerable that I start kind of drinking too much and being angry and blamey person <laughs> and I think that that's like and then that starts to feel like that's the alpha me and actually that's just it, it's just a sort of it's actually it truly it's a dishonest version of myself that just gets myself that i just get into more and more trouble and i think i become less attractive to my husband when i become that person so i think i think I am, um, yeah. <laughs> I think. Well that done, I... Quarrow,
1: You've solved the case again. Um,
2: yeah. Does that answer? have I answered it, does.
1: it? yet? It does. Okay. So, and what? And would you concede that there is a certain type of woman and indeed man that is attracted for whatever reason to that rawness, that that vulnerable type of personality I know a lot I've got a lot of female friends probably as many as male friends and there's definitely some of them are stuck on the pattern of going for either a guy that's to, a total bell end and aggressive because some Neanderthal switch in her brain has been flicked or there's my my other friends who like he's, he's really quiet he's hurt he's got all his thoughts I can help him I can repair him what do you make of people that are drawn to those traits it's a thing isn't it it is a thing whats is going on there Is that
2: that what it is? I mean, I think there are people that get off on fixing people. But then there are also broken, there are a lot of broken biscuits out there, aren't there? Mm. And I'm very grateful to all the women that came before me. (laughs) Who did really good work on my husband. (laughs) By the time he rolled round to me at the sweet age of 42, was, yeah, it's all, he's, he's pretty much fixed. So I don't know, but but yeah, of course it says something it's got about logbook
1: with all previous services in it like that,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: MOTs, mileage checks, <laughs> exactly,
2: <laughs> many many miles on the clock. But I, don't, I suppose I just I don't know. I feel like it's just it it I guess it's not that's not really about vulnerability to me. It's mm. just about being like. A shit person,
1: let me put it in stronger terms to uh Josh, because I feel he'll definitely reply. Is it something people make a f
3: can make a fetish out of oh, what, going with vulnerable people, yeah prob yeah, yeah, definitely people look have you seen it? Have you known it? um have you ever been that way when
1: have you ever felt that impulse or had it felt like someone's looking at you like I don't
3: that? know like when I've dated guys who were like damaged, and I was like, oh mysterious, do you know what I mean, but um. I don't know, it's not for me. But I do think, yeah, some people just go for that. It's such a difficult question.
2: There's power at play there, isn't there, for sure. There are men who like to keep their women down, Yeah, for sure.
1: Some of them become president.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and I think that is is just a total lack of compassion and empathy, really, but they are pricks, those guys.
1: Guys, we're definitely going to take a break there. I need about eight cups of tea, and we'll be back with part two.